And we're on the record, a music podcast discussing all things music just because we fucking love music. And who is the we? It is on the record music podcast, driven by your co-host, J-Man Draga out in St. Paul, Minnesota. And I got my main man, Ringer, out in Chicago, Illinois. Ringer, how was your week in music? I got some songs stuck in my head today. That's what's on my mind. Oh, no. Is that, it's kind of like Willie Nelson, uh, always on my mind. It sucks when you get a song kind of stuck in your head. Or I guess sometimes it sucks, and sometimes it really doesn't. depends on the song. But uh, what song was uh, last in your head, brother? So I had some Nirvana stuck in my head earlier from earlier today. <laughs> That's nice. probably due in large part to me now being in that Nirvana cover band. I'm guessing that has a little bit to do with it. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Um has there been a couple of songs that uh, you know that are unknown, or are they more popular Nirvana songs that kind of get stuck in your head? Well, let's see. Let's find out. Um, do you know the song Aneurysm? I think I've heard of the title before. <laughs> you know that one? Beat me out of me. out of me yeah that's aneurysm yeah it has that weird intro and then Mm. it goes into that one beat me out of me damn that one's been stuck in my head that is one of the great uh aspects of life is actually getting music stuck in your head and that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today uh is just kind of what uh what constitutes a song getting in your head and what are the songs that you do and do not want stuck in your head because as we all know there are really good ones and you're just kind of like happy to go along with it. And then you get those ones where you're like, why is this in my head? And you can't stop singing it for like three hours at end. You know, it's just like crazy. It drives you nuts. Yeah. And this started from you last week joining <laughs> our podcast, singing a song that you had stuck in your head. Do you want to sing it for us now? Is it still yeah. stuck in your head? Yeah. And I did. I do want to say that I did say it was ELO, but I was after we signed off and I was still singing it in my head, you know, like a psycho. Yep. I, was, I realized it was a uh, yes uh, roundabout. Oh, it's so good. It's just such a great little chorus piece. It's it's like it's only near the end, if I recall. I haven't listened to the song yet, and it still kind of plays in my head a little bit. But when mm-hmm. I think about it, it only really shows up like at that part. It's kind of like in. Uh, you know, like Hey Jude, where it's the na na nas, or the right. end of Crosby, Stills, Nash's uh, uh, "Sweet Judy Blue Eyes," where it's that end. You know, um, where it's just driving off with these lyrics, and it's it's not they're not lyrics, but just just this melody, and it sounds so fucking cool. But then you play it too many times in your head, and you just can't get it out. And that's kind of like what I did with Roundabout. Yeah, and that's actually pretty common. Usually, when someone gets a song stuck in their head, it's not the whole song. You're not going through the intro into the verse, into the chorus, back to the second verse. You're not doing that. Usually you're repeating one lick, line, or melody like that. And just repeating that over and over. Uh, Yeah. No, I know. And it's just weird that you think, you know, you you don't know which part you're going to actually see or hear in your head until you actually get to it almost. And, um, you know, Ben, we're not the only ones. Obviously, we all have have, have played the game of, you know, you kind of, whether you do know it or you don't know it, you try to, you know, sing it to somebody, you know, and then they kind of like go, oh, yeah, it's this song. And then they go, shit, now I got it stuck. It's kind of like yawning, you know, for the mind almost. <laughs> totally. And what's worse is what you were getting at there 
when you have a song stuck in your head that you don't know what it is, you can only think of like that one small part. And you're like, oh, what fucking song is this? Oh, God, fuck. And then that's even worse because now you have this song stuck in your head, but then you don't even know what it is. Oh, yeah. No, exactly. And I always loved like when you, you'd watch like a couple of comedies back in the day that would actually exude that. And one that sticks to mind is uh, Al Bundy from Married with Children had this one song and he's going around trying to sing it to people and going, hmm, him. And like and they're all making fun of him because he's old and stuff. And he finally gets it. And it was uh, Anna, Go to Him, uh, sung by uh, Arthur Alexander. And that was the song that he couldn't ha- find. And- you say he loves you more than me. Well, I will set you free. You know, it was just great that he's trying to have people sing. And they're like, oh, it's this song. It's this song. And, you know, nobody's getting it. So it, right. it really is uh, a thing where we, when we get it in our head, if we can't figure what it is, it's even much more a desire to find out what the fuck it is and then get it out. So there's actually a little science behind getting songs stuck in your head, the limited science that's out there at least, but there's been some studies on it, which I think I found pretty interesting. Yeah, totally. One one of the numbers, I'll let you talk a little bit about the studies that you found too, but one of the main numbers uh, that I found uh, that was really cool was over 90% of people say that this happens to them at least once a week where they get a song stuck in their head. And that's, that's a fucking huge, that's a huge scope. That, that's a surprisingly large number because sometimes I can't even remember like what I was thinking about 20 minutes ago, let alone (laughs) being able to recognize like, oh yeah, I get a song stuck in my head once a week. But I think part of the problem for me or reason for me at least is because I don't really mind it. I'm not one of those who's driven mad by it. And some people are driven mad by having songs stuck in their head, but that's not me. I thought that number was ecstatically high because it's it feels like, so is that going off of what you're saying? Are those people saying that in, in a bad sense, like they, they recognize it and it's bad for them or do they recognize it as a good sense? But uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But what were some of the other study numbers that you found or what what is it that they... Uh, they allude to in this. Well, there's usually just some common themes. So this was from the Academic Journal of Psychology of Aesthetics, Creativity and the Art. This was a study done in 2016, and it studied what it's called involuntary musical imagery, a.k.a. I-N-M-I, a.k.a. earworms. So basically songs that just get stuck in your head. And they surveyed about 3,000 people talking about their most recent earworms. And then they kind of just analyzed all the information, see what people said, like common themes and all the songs. Basically, what happened is they just took them all and see and just try to see what was common between every single song. And usually they all had something in common, such as they were usually faster tunes that were fairly generic with easy to remember melodies. So that was kind of the the basic takeaway. So usually they share some sort of melodic contour as well so like that a lot of songs will do that that gets stuck in your head where there's some sort of like jarring moment whether it's like a high note like that that just jumps out of nowhere or like heavy heavily repeated notes um, another example is like my sharota so it's just that those same repeating notes so that's usually at least what I learned that they all have in common. So you're not likely to get some random like deep cut 
18 minute track unless there's a significant part in there. But otherwise, you know, it's mostly the pop songs that are faster and have some sort of jarring hooking melody or line or something. About those earworms is that they can, uh, I've read one study that basically said that they can, you know, last, you know, 15 to 20 seconds and, you know, anywhere up past 30 minutes and people have reported that and they tried to time how long people keep a song in their head a little bit. But the really cool psychology Mm. behind it is actually how your brain experiences uh, the positive psychological effects when you're being reintroduced to something okay um and so it, it, it's like having that familiar beat and that melody and that chorus kind of coming in just exactly what you're saying but um you know I, I there's also you know with lyrics i find um kind of like also activate the brain's kind of uh system where it kind of gets that um uh, that repeated in there but um They've also linked, uh, where I've read this report, uh, researchers have linked the frequency of earworms to the size and shape of our brains, actually. So it's mm. like the, the bigger structure of the of brain, basically, a uh, song gets stuck in your head uh, when your brain has more of a thickness in, in, in the areas where um, the auditorial um, perception is. And Explains where that, why you get a lot of songs stuck in your head. Oh, dude, You got totally. a thick head. Well, there's also not much up there. So, I mean, it's got plenty of, <laughs> space, of space, plenty of RAM, you plenty, know, plenty, plenty of, RAM. of unused space up there, a <laughs> yeah. lot of real estate, uh, plenty to go around, not much happening, you know, so it's, it's perfect. But that's exactly that auditorial perception is exactly right where the area where that uh, voluntary music imagery kind of is. And so it's kind of like really cool that they actually had uh, some sort of research on this. That That's fucking sweet. I, did, I, I didn't even think about this. So, uh, but there was also one thing that I read most importantly within that study too was um, you can be triggered by seeing things, objects as well. So like Ooh. a red jacket for, uh, you know, like the one that Michael Jackson wore in Thriller. It's like people would then think of Thriller and then get that song. Thriller! Na, na, na. You know, kind of like shit like that. So it's right, like, and that's oh, subconscious that really too. Click it. Yeah, exactly. And that's so like, like you see that you're like, why is this song stuck in my head? And you have no idea. That's because you saw that yep. someone wearing a jacket that looks similar to that, and then it's like, boom, this song's in your head, and you have no clue why. Yep. Or it's just even basic other sounds out there. Like one of my songs kind of has a as a hit of um of um kind of like this like a hammer on a chisel like a anvil or something like that metal on metal click and it's Mm -hmm. just like even that little piece that usually gets me thinking of that song and i'll mention that when we start mentioning songs but it's really cool how those little little tricks and those little hits actually do trigger our minds and just proves how fucking massive our our minds and our brains are you know yeah and that's actually i'm glad you found that in the research because that's something i put in my notes is a lot of the songs that I get stuck in my head or when I do get songs stuck in my head, it's usually triggered by something. It's not just Mm -hmm. all of a sudden I'm singing this song. It's sometimes I'll see a word that's in a song or in a title. Like even this morning I was driving around and there's a street nearby me called School Street. And of course, since I've been playing a lot of Nirvana, the song School by Nirvana got stuck in my head. No recess! That one. That one's probably a deeper cut. You might not know that one, but it's exactly that. I saw the word school and then boom, that popped right into my head. 
See, like just by you mentioning school right there, I thought of uh, Alice Cooper's "School's Out for, for Summer." summer. <laughs> School's out forever. <laughs> I mean, just right there, that's a basic classic song, too, where it's like just a word like that triggered me for a different song. And that one is one that you probably easily get stuck in your head, too. Oh, for sure. That's got yeah. all the makings there. It's catchy. It's poppy. It's got that school out, that little hook that'll punch and grab you. Oh, yeah. And that driving bass and that and that the the rhythm the 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 hit of the bass drum in that thing is just so low register it's great it's like a rumbling coming at you and it's great now let me ask you this ringer what do you think is the best cure to getting a song out of your head i've heard that listening to the song itself is is a big cure for it I think that actually holds precedence almost. And, you know, people I think I've seen and heard and I've asked people when we were starting to talk about this topic, what's the best way that you get rid of a song in the head? And they try to listen to other songs. And I'm like, does that really work, though? And they're like, no, nah, I still kind of like get that song in my head, but I do lose it for a few minutes, but it comes back sometimes. And it's just like, yeah, I, I, for me, I think I'm on the same path as you. Listening to it at least once or twice, just kind of get it out of your system, I think is actually the, 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 the only way to really do it unless you just let nature, you know, let it roll. Because, um, you know, again, it goes back to is this a good song or is this a bad song? I mean, <laughs> is this Spice Girls wanna be or what? You know, <laughs> if you wanna be my lover, there's actually some with my friends. scientific, unscientific. So they're not scientifically proven, but they're science suggested ways to get songs out of your head. Oh, One of those is just distract yourself. So try to think of something else or listen to a different song. And then, like I said, some people say that just listening to the song will help push it through. And then there's another idea called like disruption. So not necessarily thinking of something else, but literally doing something else. So like chewing gum and then your mind and everything else gets focused on the new task that you're doing and the song goes away. But that's not to say it won't come back later. Like you just said, just Ted, you just said (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is a TED talk. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED talk. Uh, End of show. Even just like, even you just registering just the word pushing it through, you know, like just saying, hey, push it through. It's like salt and peppers, push it. You know, it's just like that got in my head. Push it real good. You know, it's like, yeah, more songs that get stuck in your head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let me ask you real quick, which, uh, which part of the song would you say is most common that gets kind of repeated or gets stuck in somebody's head? I would say the most common, maybe in general, I don't know if you're triv- if you're giving me a trivia question or if you're asking me. So I'm going to approach it from both sides. I think, I think commonly is the chorus of any song, but I think in general, like I was getting at, it's probably most often a chorus, but I think it could also be a guitar lick or some sort of chord or beat or something or a synth or something like that. I think that's kind of usually what's common. I mean, like the like that's not really a chorus, but that's like a, a line yeah. that everyone really remembers. Yeah, it's kind of like a I mean, it's just kind of like a sing along part. I mean, I don't know what part mm-hmm. of the song would be considered outro or whatever, but yeah, yeah like I agree with like you. you said. Exactly. Yep. Uh, and, you know, to me, I think the chorus and the hook is probably the most common, obviously. But 
like I look at it uh, in in the sense of there are some songs that I get stuck in my head are just because of the lyrics that sound cool or the way that the delivery of the melody is. And most example mm-hmm. of that is uh, Kid Rock's uh, Bawa to Bawa, where it's mm-hmm. like Bawa to Bawa to bang the bang, you know, and whatever. And it's just like fucking rocket. It's just like such a cool thing to say. And it's like I do it when I'm like rolling around in my shop, just like doing some housework and shit. I'll just do that, but I'll switch up the words. Because I really don't know exactly what they are, so I just kind of like do the do the gross old man thing. Bow to bow to bang the bang big titty titties on the ladies that up chuck my boogie, you know, just like just like doing it your own style. So it's kind of fun that way. But mm-hmm. you know, I really you said like guitar riff and stuff like that. But you know, I love doing I love getting songs in my head where it's just like a little bit of the bass or the piano or the harmonica or whatever. And like one of the best examples is, you know, girls by beastie boys, girls, girls. It's just like so cool. Just kind of like listening to that. And like, that's the only part of the song that I really sing to myself when I get it stuck in my head. And it's only that little piece. And, and so it's like, it's cool to go off of other areas that are just the chorus or the hook or whatever. So, um, yeah, definitely a few parts in there. That's pretty cool. Yeah. All right, Ringer. I had one of these other thoughts that I was thinking about uh, in one of my notes was I think I have a tendency of when I'm hearing a new song, I can get that stuck in my head. I, I should say it, it's more difficult to get a new, newer song out of my head than it is like an older song or a song that I'm more accustomed to, I should say. Um, so on. I kind of want to see what you think about uh, new songs versus old songs. And I'll start off by saying that for me, I think new songs have an easier chance of sticking just due to its newness and sure. my unfamiliar nature where I do just want to get involved. I want to get in the vibe of that song. Yeah. And so it really does stick until I'm actually more familiar with it where it's less conscious to just myself. Um, but for old songs that I think they are more common to get in my head and yeah. stick longest just because nostalgia plays a much more bigger part in it. In fact, you know, I constantly get songs that are stuck in my head that are from my youth more so than like, you know, Beatles songs or, um, you know, like CCR songs, songs that I like bands and artists that I didn't really grow up with. But, you know, I learned in a later life, but the songs that I grew up with in the 80s and 90s are pretty much the songs that kind of like get stuck in my head the most you know with nostalgia that's kind of funny because going back to being triggered and having like certain songs come into your head when you see something or do something i have songs that are triggered almost kind of by nostalgia i would call it something different it's more like location based sort of thing but it's a very similar thing like i have a memory as a kid i don't know i was probably like 10 or 11 something like that being downtown minneapolis after a Vikings game with my friend and we were in like his parents car, his dad was driving and we were leaving Minneapolis to go back home. And I remember being downtown and it was night and it might've been like a preseason game. Cause it seemed like it was like a Friday night or something like it was hopping. And I remember move by ludicrous move, bitch, get out the way, get out the way, bitch, get out the way. And so now there's this stretch of Minneapolis. I can't remember which street we were exactly on at the time, but anytime I'm near like where you're heading out of downtown and trying to get on like 35 right in that area, that song always pops into my head 
because of that memory, that nostalgia of that memory being triggered right then and there. Isn't that crazy how you can kind of feel that just in the locale? So that's a good that's a good placement to to actually say that in. I, I yeah. like that. But as far as your your point of like new songs versus old songs, I can definitely see how newer songs might be more difficult to get out of your head, get unstuck from your head versus old songs, which maybe come more frequently, but maybe a little easier to get out. I think that's a novelty factor thing, like the shiny new object. Your brain were attracted to that new thing. And so when you hear a new song or a song you haven't heard before, you're going to be like, oh, yeah. Let's listen to that one again. And your brain just automatically pulls it up and doesn't want to let it go because it's that hot new thing. Yeah, it's actually funny that you you mentioned the hot new thing, because one of the last songs that or last new songs that I absolutely was obsessed with was Temple's Hot Motion. And I that one was just on rotate for me for a while just to get it. But just that. That tinging kind of guitar just going up and down the scale was just awesome that's interesting that that is the part of the song that it gets stuck in your head the band when that has such a big chorus when it's just like right i know There's just so much though within that song that could totally get stuck in your head. That that one, and that's the cool part too. Is there songs out there that you think that has like multiple spots that really get stuck in your head? I like oh, I've had a, I have a couple songs that I know that I think of like two spots per song. You know, like what? Uh, well, I'm going to mention that here very shortly. Oh, <laughs> oh, don't be a tease. Oh yeah, that's going to be the up and comer. But you know, so it 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 comes into where it's like. I think uh, there are some songs that have that multi multi area where it's like boom, you could sing in, you could sing that in your head and just be in two different areas almost. Mm-hmm. I noticed that I when I enjoy a song, I am way more likely to sing it and whistle it maybe. Um, hmm. But when it's a bad song that's stuck in my head, I kind of just let it stay in my head. I don't. I may hum it maybe. But I really don't sing it or whistle it. And like kind of two examples, like whenever I know I'm happy and I got like, you know, here comes the sun in, I'm I'm doing the, you know, and I whistle it. You know, I just walk around just whistling it all happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I do uh, Rick Ansel's uh, Never Give You Up. Love doing that one. Never, Never gonna, gonna give, give you up. up. And I just sing it because I just love the sound of his voice and the way he performs it. And I just want to do that too. You know, just like, damn, it's like perfect. It makes me feel good. Um, what do you think? Do you, when you have a song stuck in your head, are you more inclined to let it kind of play in your head or do you try to attempt to sing it and whistle it or like try to perform it as well, whether you like it or not? I think usually there's some sort of performance element to it, whether it's like a hum or a whistle or a sing or just flat out acting it out. I think I'm usually doing something now, maybe if I'm in public, I'm not as much, but I might still be like, you know, kind of bobbing my head a little bit. I think I definitely do that a lot. I think I like bob my head when I have a song in my head, even if I'm not listening to anything. So I'm just that guy like kind of walking down the street, just kind of grooving out. So there's definitely some sort of performance element to it. I'm a star, baby. I can't help it. 
Oh, Ring is Ring is the star. He's the shining beat. Yeah, so let's talk about some of the the worst songs oh, to get God. stuck in your head. And I think in general, any of the worst songs are basically like those gimmicky kind of songs that also cracked the mainstream. Like an obvious one that I think you and I both share of a bad one to get stuck in your head is Who Let the Dogs Out? Yeah, we both got that one and the next one on your list here on our list. But Who Let the Dogs Out for sure is one of those songs that's just like, it's horrendous. And especially when you listen to the verses. But when you actually get to the chorus part, the hook of Who Let the Dogs Out, that is the best part of the song, unfortunately. And it's the one that gets stuck in your head. And it literally swirls in your head for hours, it feels like. Right. And it, it relies on that gimmick, like the who let the dogs out. Like, that's very gimmicky. Mm-hmm. And so it's really easy just like or it really sucks to get that one stuck in your head. And that next one, another I would call it a gimmicky song because it's got like a very like weird theme. And that one's Barbie Girl. It just yeah. again, gimmicky. I'm a Barbie girl in a baby world. That was my. That was probably Carmen singing "Barbie Girl." It's fantastic. Oh, fucking Carmen would crush that baby. <laughs> I love his little taco song that he does with J Lo. That one's always a great one. Oh yeah, you oh, played that one on kisses? a on, show on recently. the comedy on the comedy <laughs> skit. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Comedy, the comedy episode. <laughs> yeah, and that uh, going back to Barbie. Uh, is it Barbie Girl? Yeah, Barbie Girl. I I tell you what though, uh, guilty pleasure. And for good reasons. And yes, I'm definitely a fan. However, I know it's a horrible song. It's 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 one of those songs. I agree with you. 100% gimmicky. Um, it's really like my first dabble into like sort of a EDM type of style. Because it is definitely a, a dance club uh, hit wannabe. Um, but that that hook is catchy as fuck. And it's sticky as well. Uh, it just stays in your mind, and it's one of those things where it's it you stick with it, you know. And it's definitely one of the more annoying pop uh, pop choruses to get caught in your head. But I do admit, and I I do love that song. It's just the music video is fucking awesome too. It's hilarious. Yeah, some other ones for me that go on these worst songs, like the gimmicky list. Actually, I don't mind this song. I think it's kind of a fun song, but Call Me Maybe, that's another <laughs> one where it's just like that one can get stuck in your head. So call me maybe. Hey, I just met you. And this is crazy. But, here's my number, so call me maybe. but there's also some nostalgia attached to that one for me. Another one mm-hmm. is the song Friday. Do you know that song by Rebecca Black? It's Friday, no, uh... Friday. Gonna get down on Friday. You're not familiar Ooh, with that one? No, no that's... No, thank God. So that one that uh, one blew that, up. That sounds bad already. It blew up probably around 2010 or 11, somewhere there, maybe 2012. And really, I mean, this poor girl, Rebecca Black, she was like 13 at the time. And I think her parents just like signed her up or like a birthday gift kind of thing. It was one of those like music videos in a song kind of thing. Like you'll be in a music video with a song and... It was this song called Friday and it was so generic, like 
7 a.m. waking up in the morning, gotta get fresh, gotta go downstairs, gotta have my bowl, gotta have Cheerios. <laughs> like, it was like that kind of shit. And like, you know, like her, oh, oh, be cool to see her in music video. But the song fucking blew up. Like, it just went viral as fuck and it became popular and played everywhere. Like, ironically. But that one is one that gets stuck in your head easily. And that one's a bad one to get stuck in your head. That one sucks. And then another one, YMCA. I hate that song. It's so bad. I could never hear YMCA again in my life, and I'd be just fine. Why? MCA. Oh, I know. I was just asking why. (laughs) Oh, because it sucks. I didn't want to sing the full chorus. (laughs) Because it sucks. (laughs) No, I I agree. YMCA is, 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 oh, yeah, that one. I hate when it's played at sporting events, you know, like baseball oh, games. Oh, it's so always, bad. You know, yeah. Hey, we can't get you guys to do the wave, so let's get you to do something stupid. Like the Macarena's another one that's like YMCA. Any of those, any of those like crowd control songs, yeah. YMCA. I haven't seen YMCA at a sports game, though, in a long, a long time. But there is like the really popular one. It's just like a random like 30 seconds. They used to play it at Target Field all the time and I'm pretty sure they still do. But and they play it pretty much everywhere where they're like, everybody clap your hands and then everyone just goes like this. For like yeah, what you one know, is 30 that? seconds. And like my friend I was used to joke, he's like, one man controls thousands with that word or with that line. Like that kind of stuff's stupid. <laughs> but that's you know, that's not one hit wonder or not we're not talking about one hit wonders. We're talking about songs stuck in your head. <laughs> Hey, it could have been, it could have fallen on. There could be two truths, as they say. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, to kind of go continue down the path of bad songs to get stuck in your head. I so I had those two, "Who Let the Dogs Out" and "Barbie Girl." Um, but the other one, again from my youth, was "I Saw the Sign" by Ace of Base. Mm, now, yeah, kind of a fun one to sing, but it's not also one of those choruses or one of those hooks that isn't that catchy, actually. But it's catchy enough where it does capture you almost. And uh, for me, I, I, I actually genuinely dig how her voice sounds uh, when she performs it, actually. I just like the depth of her voice. So that's where it's like the only reason I genuinely like the song is because I think yeah. the, the singer actually sings it pretty fucking well and has a co- unique voice to it. But... That does get stuck in my head like when i you know not when i see a sign but when i say i saw i saw it or i saw i saw the sign or i see the sign or something and then it's just like instantaneously just by having those words it's like that gets stuck in my head right and you know for for ace of bass i really didn't have too much outside of this song and one other one uh all that she is you know this one was their catapult to being like hey look at this but if you actually watch the music video of that too it's fucking weird it's like I gotta look up back at the nineties. It's been and like a while. All the music videos. Yeah, yeah it's, it's been, been a while so since long. I've seen that one. I played it on YouTube and I watched the video actually, rather than just having it in the background. I was watching the video. Very weird, you know. But it's like one of those aspects where it's like, it's 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 the rest of the song's not that great. That hook is almost as you know. It, it's almost just like oh shit, you know. I it just got into my conscious and now I gotta listen to it. So it's like one of those ones. But going back to the seventies, now you did YMCA. I say Kung Fu Fighting by Carl Douglas. That mm-hmm. one is an annoying one. You know, yeah. and I don't know anything uh, I, you know when I hear the song, 
All I hear is the everybody was kung fu fighting. Everybody was fast as lightning. You know, like that's the only part that I really know of the song, and yep. the rest of it is just shit. That one is just so annoying to kind of like listen to. And I get that one stuck in my head a lot, you know, kind of where it's like, oh, shit, where is it? Why is it? You can thank uh, Beverly Hills Ninja for the resurgence of that (laughs) one. (laughs) I think that's probably where I first heard that song was that movie. (laughs) I think so, too. And I love me. I love me some Chris Farley. But fuck, that's that was the that was the creepy one. But the only time I did like it actually was in Bowfinger. Uh, when they when it was uh, uh, Steve Martin and Eddie Murphy. If you guys not mm. seen Bowfinger, that's a classic comedy one. Definitely look that one up. But that's in that one too, and that's the only time I really enjoyed it. Other than that, I cannot stand it when it's in my head. So um, definitely a, a one of those songs that yeah, got to get got to get out of your head right away. So, are there any other songs that you get stuck in your head that you're maybe a little more okay with? Definitely. I got uh, I got three songs that I just thought, you know what, these are ones that kind of pop in my head a lot and they're almost on the level of Kung Fu fighting where it's like, oh my God, I can't get this out of my head. But these ones I'm happy to do. And these are the ones that I do sing. And it's uh, first off is Billy Joel's uh, Uptown Girl. So oh, that's yeah. where it's got... It's got that clinking noise in the beginning. And so that's kind of like whenever I hear something like metal on metal, I for some reason go back to the Uptown Girl because of that beginning... Huh. But then that that really good beat in the beginning where it's just yeah. that, that drum, it's such a great like uh, kickoff. Uh, 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 it's just uh, so town good. Yeah. Been living in a white dead world. You know, just so fantastic. And you you just basically look <laughs> at you just basically listen to that. It's just such a great one. Uh catchy, very sing-along. And I think that's one of the big keys with this one. It, 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 I think these three songs that I'm, I'm going to list off here really do um, fit all three parameters with a catchy riff, you know, good lyrics, fun lyrics, I should say, and then, um, you know, a really catchy melody of some sort. Sure. So it, it, th- those lyrics are fun, very easy to sing along with, and a very easy rhyme scheme, too. So mm-hmm. that one definitely kicks it off. Um, the next song, I would say, is Outkast's uh, Hey Ya. Love getting hey y'all. One, two, three, four. My baby hey. don't mess around oh, because she loves me so. so great. And I tell you what, this song has everything in it that you want in a song too. And this one just gets stuck in your head so easily. Right where the drive of the melody is mm-hmm. where Andre 3000 and Outcast is singing. You think you got it. Oh, you think you got it. But got it. Just don't get it if there's nothing at all. And I love the hanging of the oh. You think you got it, oh, you think you got it, but got it, just don't get it, cause there's nothing at all. You know, just what a fucking killer part in there, you know? So you find Absolutely that one getting stuck it. in your head a lot? That oh, part? a lot. Really? Yes, that part. Now, here's where I would go back to where there's two pieces in the song that gets stuck in my head. So it's that part, but then it's always the shake it, shake it, shake it like a Polaroid picture. Oh, yeah, for sure. Here we go. 
how do you not get that one part in your head? I can understand the first part, but I always love just the drive and the melody of the you think you got it part. But when you get to the shake it like a Polaroid picture, that one gets everybody dancing, gets everybody singing it, and everybody feels good. It's happy. It brings me happiness and joy into that aspect. So definitely this song has a two-piece like that always gets stuck in my head. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. What about Final Countdown? Do you ever get that one stuck in your head? That one plays kind of like the roundabout for me, where it's just, it's, it's over the vocals and roundabout. But yeah, that little piece right there yeah. definitely would be more. I'll get more of the Rocky theme stuck in my head, actually. Mm. Uh, uh, what is that one called? Um, the Eye of the, Eye Tiger. Of the Tiger. Yeah. Yeah, that <laughs> one for sure. <laughs> Do you get that part? Do you get the (laughs) intro riff or do you get the eye of the tiger? No, it's more of that beginning part. Definitely. Yep. Bam, bam, bam. Speaking of Bill Conti, uh, we'll go to from Bill Conti who wrote Eye of the Tiger, I think. Did he? I don't think he did. I might be thinking of somebody else. But Bill Conti did uh, the uh, Karate Kid uh, soundtrack and he did uh, You're the Best around mm. nobody's ever gonna beat me down because you're the best around and so there's like the beginning piece that kind of like starts off just like eye of the tiger and then you got that chorus part i do the opposite on, on those ones so it's just crazy yeah but if i had to say anything one of these last songs that i always always get in my head and this one's going to be like a throwback like crazy but this one is uh vanilla ices uh Ninja rap from uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. (laughs) Uh, This one's so awesome and it just kicks in. um, You know, it just has got that awesome um, kind of like beat in the back, but right when you get into the chorus and where he goes, Ninja, Ninja rap, Ninja rap. Ninja, ninja, rap. And just the, the roll of the R's, fucking killer. But then it goes into the go ninja, go ninja, go. 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 I always got that rolling. And that's been like in my blood since like 91, 92, whenever uh, Turtles 2 came out, you know. That's and like a deep like, cut. That is like a, a deep cut deep of a song cut. to get stuck in your head. It's funny how that I works. Know. You just get the most random ass song stuck in your head. Because like I you know. said Vanilla Ice and I was like, oh, Ice Ice Baby. Who doesn't get that one stuck in yep. their head once in a while? Not at all. Not I go at to all. The ninja rap, you know. So it's more of a tie to the Ninja Turtles, unfortunately, than it was the Villain Ice. Vanilla yeah. Ice, you know, but I love Vanilla it. Vanilla Ice. <laughs> that guy is just so crazy. It's just so, uh, so great. Ninja rap is like the best. And I always get the ninja, ninja rap. And I'm like, just like doing just normal shit around the house. And it's just like, yeah, just that one line just always is fucking living right there. Just it's just right there. And so those are my poison pills that I actually do enjoy. And I actually sing in my head and whistle quite a bit around the house. So those are three that I just absolutely loved. And I knew I had to drop ninja rap on. Yeah, there's a there's a like a, a Kanye West line. And I don't even know, like, I'm not a huge Kanye West fan, but there's a line and like, I don't even really know the song that well. But like, whenever someone says like drinking and driving, 
I always go to this line. I was drinking earlier. Now I'm driving. And it always just gets stuck in my head. <laughs> and it's that little part. Like they're just so fucking random. And they just live there forever after that one moment or that random thing. You hear drinking or you hear driving. And then just boom. Rent free boom. right up in that head. Living. <laughs> I know. Can you imagine if artists could just actually make money off of real estate that they own in our fucking heads just with some of these hooks? They'd be even be more rich, money. You know? Maybe we should charge it them rent. Be, yeah. That's what we need. That's how we yeah, need no to start shit. making yeah, money. That's exactly. Let's charge them rent. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you did not uh, have a, the legal liability to be in my head for about three hours. Uh, Spice oh. Girls with Wannabe. Uh, what do you do for a living? Well, I, I just charge musicians <laughs> rent for living in my head. I just charge people rent. No one lives rent free in my head. That's a business idea. No one lives oh, rent free yeah. in my head. You gotta pay. That's oh, how I gosh. make my money. Could you imagine crash test dummies paying off rent for all those people that saying, mm-hmm, you know? Oh man, that'd be great. <laughs> all right, Ringer. I think that needle's lifting up off the record. Hopefully, it will lift lift off the song that's playing off in your head, and you won't go crazy sometime soon. But that needle's coming up off the record. Any last thoughts before we go? We are on Facebook, we are on Instagram, and we are on YouTube at On The Record Music. And if you liked the show, if you got any value, if you laughed, if you went, oh, I love that song, or oh, I hate that song, maybe head over to Apple Podcasts right now and leave us a review. And at the moment, we're doing a little program, we're doing a little deal. If you want to, in that review, include an album or a topic you want us to do on an upcoming show, we'll do it on an upcoming show. Whatever your album or topic is, we'll do it. If you don't want to leave us that, mm-hmm. that's fine too. We'll still appreciate your review. Yeah, folks, bring on, bring on the reviews. Tell us what song you get stuck on your head the most. And if you have another topic or album, next time the needle drops on the record, could be your album or topic that we discuss. Until the next time that you hear our lovely golden vocals, we'll see you on the other side. Goodbye. Peace.